Hey guys, welcome to another episode of From Hurt to Heal. So does cheating make you a bad person? If I cheat on my man, am I absolutely just a horrible person? I don't think so. But I do think that when someone decides to cheat, it's something in them that needs to be worked on. I don't necessarily say that, oh, you're just a horrible person because you cheat or you make bad decisions or whatever the case may be. But I do feel like it's something that you need to work on is something that's lacking in you that's causing you to make a bad decision. So let's just start with what cheating is. I think that's something that you have to define in your relationship. Anything that you have to hide from your spouse and lie about is considered cheating. And even if you are being honest with your person about, oh, I did X, Y, Z with someone else, You're stepping out of that relationship to be intimate with, to to date, court, spend time with, all of that. That's considered cheating. And I think people have to be really specific when you get into relationships as to what you will accept and what you won't accept. What you consider cheating and what you don't consider cheating. Like, it's okay for your person to have friends of the opposite sex. That might be okay. But there comes boundaries. So if you step outside of those boundaries, it's considered cheating. But I'm not going to just off you as a bad person, but you make bad decisions. So what, what I would consider someone... Making who makes a bad decision is just that you have to work on how to say no and furthermore how to set boundaries. Because if you are in a relationship with someone, the things that you do with your person should be just for your person, they should be sacred to your relationship. So once you step outside of that, you've made a choice. But where it gets sticky is how much of that choice you are willing to own. Are you going to accept full responsibility for the choice that you made? Or are you going to pick apart someone else to make it acceptable? For your bad decision. That's where I think people can be like. Oh well you you a messed up person. You did this and you did that. And you ain't crap. All of that. I get the understanding. But. A mature individual. Is absolutely going to. Accept their wrong. And make provisions to correct it. If you own it, if you know that you've made the mistake, you can go from there and make the situation better. 
But someone who's willing to just sit on it and blame someone else, you are stepping on the borderline of being a messed up person. But here lies the problem. A lot of us have seen these bad behaviors in our home as children. So we carry this through relationships as if it's normal behavior. Hurting someone is never normal. Hurting someone is never acceptable. Does it happen? It does, more often than not. But that doesn't make it acceptable. Pointing fingers and blaming? That's a lack of maturity. If you have, maybe you don't, or maybe you do, have a thorough planned out way of getting away with something behind your person's back. You thought this whole plan out or not, because that's how you get caught, because you don't think. You, You really just act and you make corrections as you go along and you can't backtrack, you can't cover your tracks. So it gets messy and you start making mistakes where you get caught because it's like, if I got away with it this time, okay, I'm going to take it a little further and a little further and a little further. But then because you're shocked that you keep getting away with it, it's where you start getting messy. Because you didn't plan for it to go that far. But it doesn't make you a bad person. But there is something lacking in you. And that could be a lack of self-love. Because this is the way I see it. If I love myself which I do, so I love me. I don't want any harm to come my way, whereas I am going to make decisions that can prevent that from happening. So, I'm beefing with my man one day, and I decide, oh, I'm going to go out here, and I'm going to get him back. I'm going to go talk to Tommy. Me and Tommy going to kick it up. We're going to go get some drinks. One thing leads to another. I'm dating Tommy and my man. I didn't plan on it going that far. But it's adventurous. It's a it's an ego boost. It's adrenaline. It's exciting. And I, and I like the way it feels, so I'm going to keep doing it. But guess what? One day, my man is going to catch me out with Tommy. And it could go totally left. Him and Tommy fighting. I get in the mix. I could get hurt. Anything could happen. It didn't really make me a bad person. I just made a bad choice. 
And guess what? I put myself in a situation where I could potentially get hurt, not only physically, but mentally. Because now I have my man upset. And when you upset, you say things. So now I'm taking shots and bruises to my ego because I let this thing go too far. But if I had loved myself more, I would value me and my person. Enough to not take on Tommy's advances because I don't care if I'm upset with my man. I still love him. And at the end of the day, I don't want to hurt him. There also comes into play if I have enough self-control. Can I withstand someone's advances? Like, can I, can I actually tell someone no? If you're weak, you're going to fall for it. You're going to slip up and it's going to be easy for you to make a bad choice because you're not strong enough. Especially with drinking and smoking and all these other aspects that can easily let you fall. You also have to be careful with the company you keep. Because if I'm hanging around a bunch of girls who are constantly cheating on their man and not respecting themselves and not loving themselves, they're condoning that bad behavior. So guess what? I'm with the crowd. So, hey, you right, sis. I... If he ain't acting right, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to just get somebody else to do what he not doing. But if I love myself, if I respect myself, if I'm strong enough, I'll discuss those issues with my man and we can work through them together. And guess what? I'm strong enough to know that it's not going to be overnight. It's in a relationship that things just don't just bam happen. It takes time. Now, if I'm cheating on my man and I got Tommy on the side and, and I, I realize, hey, I got to I gotta work through this with my man, guess what? That doesn't take time. That is delete, block, unfollow, whatever. That happens immediately. You don't give yourself time to think more on whether or not or how you should get rid of this person that's on the side. You got to cut it off completely. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself still tiptoeing in that same bad choice. Because you can't completely cut it off because, oh, it's something that's still to the excitement. You just, it's something that's still there. Your friends keep egging you on. Man, I do this all the time. Hey, you know, why not? Girl, just say that's your brother. Just say that's 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 your cousin. Or just say, come up with something. Like they're convincing you that this is the way that you should act. So in instances like that, you might have to change your circle. Because your friends should be pushing for you to be better. Not make bad choices. Not hurt people. 
The saying hurt people hurt people is absolutely true. So why are you hanging around with a bunch of people who are hurt? How is that making you better? How is that making you stronger? How is that enforcing the love that you know you have for yourself by hanging around with a bunch of weak people? I think another thing that we often forget is that karma knows your address. And whether or not you see it immediately, eventually it will catch up to you. And of course, I love myself. I am not going to be one that's going to put myself in a predicament where I can potentially reap some type of karma because I don't want the backlash. But not everyone thinks the same way. A lot of people think eye for eye. You cheat on me, I'm going to cheat on you back. What, what, is, what does that get you? Two cheating people who might as well just not be together. My other issue with cheating is instead of watering the grass on the other end of the fence, it's like, why not just take care of and tend to and fix up and mow the lawn that you have? It makes no sense to add weeds to that grass. It makes no sense to bring someone else into the equation Because essentially what happens and what I see happen, I go out here, I'm messing with Tommy. I got a man at home. What's now happening is the issues that I'm having with Tommy are rubbing off with the issues that I have with my man. So I'm flicking off at my man when I'm mad at Tommy because there's too many people in the equation. I don't know know if I'm mad at my man or if I'm mad at Tommy because I'm just, it's too much just going on. You can't separate the two. There is a theory that you can love two people. I don't see how that's possible. To be in an intimate relationship with two people, anybody can go around and have sex with anyone. People do it all the time. But to actually be in a committed relationship and be in love with two people, that requires a lot of back and forth, a lot of lies, a lot of covering up. You can love your family, your friends, your parents, your partner, but there are are different levels of love. To be in love in a committed relationship with two people is stressful. You are finding yourself being so conflicted. I remember growing up, my grandfather used to tell me, he used to have to talk about sex, saying that you have to be careful when you are sleeping with someone because whatever spirits that they have, they get tangled up with yours. To me, that's deep. So whoever you slept with, I'm sleeping with them too. And all the demons that come behind that. And there is like a purging period that takes months. 
to get someone out of your system. It's almost sounded like a detox to me. But who wants to really go through that? Because you're going to have trouble loving me if I have Tommy's spirit on me. So whatever Tommy is battling and whatever Tommy had in him, I am now carrying that. And it's a battle for my man to connect with me because he is fighting all the demons that's in me. There lies the disconnect. There's the confusion. There's the confliction. There's the struggle with cheating. It's more than just being deceptive. It's more than just lying and covering up and trying to say you can be with two people or love two people. It's the spirituality of it. We all grown, so of course, if I'm talking about being in a relationship or cheating, we're talking about intimacy, sex. So this disconnect that comes along with cheating is not only destructive, but it's careless. It doesn't make you a bad person, but it speaks for your character. It speaks for how you love yourself and how much you love yourself and how much you care and value you and your person. So people look at cheating as a way of getting a need met for that moment. But the long-term effects of cheating can really be harmful to you or your person. So I will give one great example. I'm in a relationship and Tommy and I met at a bar. So that's our thing. We like to drink. And before, I didn't drink. That wasn't something that I did. But I like doing that with Tommy. So guess what? Now I'm drinking all the time. Even when I'm not with Tommy. And now I want to do that with my man. I want to go out and I want to drink. And now it's become a problem. It's become alcoholism. I'm abusing it now. And me and my man are now having issues because I'm always drinking. He can no longer connect with me because of why that the demon of drinking I picked up from Tommy. It's just that simple. It happens with drugs. We see it on the movies all the time. There was a a whole Tyler Perry movie about it. A woman is, is married. She wants a 
a more adventurous life. She meets this flashy guy. Now she's doing drugs. Because why? She started doing that with her new guy. She's having the adventurous sex. And guess what? Now she has problems in her marriage. But guess what she also got? HIV. Cheating doesn't make you a bad person, but you definitely have to be careful of how you present yourself. You have to be careful of how this makes you look, how this makes your person feel, and what effects it can have on you and your person, your relationship, period. My whole model is, I'm not going to cheat, I'm just going to leave. If it's something that we can't work out, and you're not going to give me time to work it out, then I don't feel like there is a relationship that needs to be had. Because if you're if you're going to continue to complain about the same issue, but you're not trying to work on it, and you're not giving me a chance to work on it either, but yet you choose to want to step outside of the relationship, yeah, there's no relationship left. And if I'm if I'm having an issue, I feel like if we can't have time to work on it, if we can't go through all of our measures to make it work, to make it better, then yes, I'm going to leave. I'm not going to bring someone else in the equation. Because if I'm going to put anyone at harm's risk, it's just going to be me. Because you never know what someone else is carrying. And now it's like marriage doesn't even have the same weight that it used to when our grandparents and great-grandparents were going through. We can't have relationships without giving up. And stepping out. We weren't. We are not built for tough anymore. This is a generation of softies. If I don't get my way. I am throwing a hissy fit. That is this generation. What one won't do. Plenty will. That's this generation. The upbringing. The values, it, it plays a big part in how we carry ourselves now. So no, cheating doesn't make you a bad person. But it speaks measures. I really have seen a lot of friends and family members go through so much. And at the drop of a dime, I've heard their person just go out and cheat because it's so easy for people to cheat now. People can know that you're in a relationship with someone, but guess what? They don't care. That's adventurous for them. There's no respect for someone in a relationship anymore on both parts. 
Because if you are doing the cheating, you don't respect your person. And if you are cheating with someone, they're not respecting you or your person either. I just think a lot of times people just don't think things through when they're doing it. Of course, cheating is supposed to be that momentary gratification. It's supposed to feel good, but then a lot of people don't get out of it. They keep doing it. They keep doing it. They keep doing it. And it turns out you in two full-blown relationships. And it causes drama. But we've taken God out of everything. We, we have removed our faith and our Christian beliefs and what our grandparents taught us. We have taken all of that out of everything in relationships, even in parenting, even in just basic household upkeep. We've taken that out of everything. We don't say our prayers before we eat. We don't say our prayers before we go to bed. So we daggone sure don't pray over our spouse. But we were taught that way. But because we're so soft now, oh, well, you know, grandma and granddaddy, they went through so much and granddaddy cheated and had all these kids. But guess what? They stayed together and they worked it out. Because why God despises divorce? He also didn't like an adulterer. That's the kicker. But our grandparents endured a lot more and they kept the faith and they got back to their original values and they made it work. It didn't make them bad people to stay and it didn't make them bad people to cheat. But because we have discredited God for everything now, we're just going about our day like he doesn't exist, like he didn't wake us up, like he's not providing for us, like he is not giving us everything that we need every day. The air we breathe, the safety to getting back and forth. We forget all of that. We take that away from everything. We just look at God as, oh, we take our vows. That's when we start considering God in our relationship, when we take our vows. Some relationships don't even make it to marriage. So when are you going to include God in your relationship? A lot of bad decisions can be prevented if you included God in your relationship. We get so distracted by everything that goes on every day on social media and in daily life that we forget to include him. His covering can protect you from Tommy's demons, from Karen's demons. We allow our weak friends to influence us to make bad decisions or we just allow our lack of faith and trust to allow us to make bad decisions we 
We can't be weak anymore. Our everyday is speaking weak. Our everyday is speaking lack of faith. Our everyday does not include God. We don't wake up to him. We don't go to bed with him. So in between there is where we start to make our bad decisions. Because we are so easily influenced by the ways of the world that we can quickly become labeled as bad people. But it's okay because your friend said, go ahead, girl, do it. Or it's all right because Tommy's demon is pulling you to the bar every night and you're getting away from your man and you're taking it home and you're not concentrating on what you should be because we've become distracted by everything else. And now one time have we allowed God to distract us. Now one time have we given him reins over everything. So no cheating doesn't make you a bad person. But it definitely speaks for how much you trust God. It speaks for how much you are allowing him to be in your life and walk with you every day. I know I don't want to be among the weak. I want to be built for tough like my grandmother, like my great-grandmother. So I challenge everyone to just put a little more God into your life every day. Every day. I know things are still not open, and I know we can't gather at every church that we want to or go to Bible study or be in the sanctuary. But that doesn't stop you from checking your Bible app. That doesn't stop you from doing a devotional. That doesn't stop you from joining a small group. A lot of heartache and pain that we feel every day while we're fussing and fighting for someone to love us can be prevented by just including a little more God into your life every day. That's my challenge for you. Just give him a little bit more. Allow him to come in and work. You don't want to be a bad person and you don't want to date a bad person. And that's totally understandable. Trust him. He always comes through. I thank y'all for listening and I hope you come back next week.